Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. <laughs> See, this is what we don't get when we record. Hello, hello listeners. Welcome to Daddy Issues with Chris and Kylie. <laughs> this is what we don't get when we when we record over Zoom. Is the is the face to face like in the room? You know, I can see your eyes tearing up from laughing so hard. <laughs> the banter of ridiculousness. Actually, let's be honest. Yes. Earlier tonight, downstairs, mm-hmm. you I said, "Are we going to record here or at home?" And what I said here, and you said here, yeah, because you wanted to see my beautiful face. Yes. I believe is what you said. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you said save it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's talk more about that. Oh, goodness. it is nice. I mean, I think it came out great. The uh, work, the work from home episode. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. But I, uh, I think so. Nothing beats seeing you in this room, mm. sitting smelling, the couch. <laughs> smelling you, jeez, <laughs> watching you. We are losing sh- losing sh- listeners. Watching you shove the body of Jesus into your mouth. <laughs> So we were talking about that right before we were talking about if we had, if we were to have a special like parenting episode of the podcast, uh, or, or maybe a father's day episode intent, we call it daddy issues. Daddy issues. Chris and Kylie. I love it. Daddy. We could talk a lot about daddy issues. Yes. From a lot of different angles. Yep. So, so not, I'm not a dad this summer. Oh, she's gone. My daughter is officially gone forever. (laughs) She's going to listen to this. She's going to be like, Dad, what are you talking about? (laughs) No, she's with with my parents. Shout out. Bob and Layla. Super fans. And so she goes every summer for at least a month, usually a month and a half. Now, I'm getting married in two months. So, so she'll be gone for three. No. <laughs> so the plan was, you know, we talked about it. And we're like, yeah, we'll do a month, maybe a month and a half. And then I'll just go get her. And then the, and then the, the day, like the day she left, I like called my, I called my mom. I was like, Hey, you know, you know, I can come get her. Right. Like, I'm just gonna wait for you to bring her. <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, we figured. I was like, all right, just okay. all on board. <laughs> so how long has she been out there then? She's been there for one week. How's that going? Great. I mean, not for you. Oh, for her. Also great. <laughs> <laughs> Different context, same answer. Good. No, it's going really well. She, I mean, she loves it. Yeah, she loves it. She gets to see um, my my parents, obviously. Yeah. My sister and her husband and two boys. Um, she gets to spend, you know, spend, I mean, they literally live a a development apart from each other. My my parents and my sister gotcha. and her family. Um, she'll get to see some of my cousins and fa- other family members and things like that. And yeah, it's just a little, just a good old time. Sweet, sweet. You're hearing stuff fall There's, down. Is there. Stuff falling or is stuff living? I don't think it's living. I f- I'm I'm hearing what's in my mind. In my mind, what sounds to me like rat talons. I. 
I felt like that was more like brick mortar. Maybe the rat was falling. Could be. That's probably it. I think we're fine. They're, um, they're more scared of us than we are scared of them. So last night I did probably one of the nerdiest things I've ever done in my life. Okay. I played Dungeons and Dragons. Really? <laughs> really, really. Hmm. So there's, there's some friends who are, who are really into it. And for years, I've just made fun of them really hard. Very kind of you. To make fun of them? Way to be like Jesus. No, 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 no. I've, I've, this is, this <laughs> right, is a sign of right. growth, what I'm about to tell you. So I've been making fun of them. Oh, my gosh. We, can I, can, uh, Kylie, would you like to share what just happened in the studio? Our good friend, Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Say hi to our listeners. She has brought a tray uh, with two gigantic oh plates of nachos. Yes. With uh, tor- to- Tostino's Chunky Salsa. And? What's on the nachos? Or what's uh, on the tacos? It, no, not tacos. What's on the tortilla chips? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. You called them nachos. That was implied. I'm, I, I said I nachos told already. For a second. I know. Why are I know. you I, with me? You, it implied. I'm sorry. Um, pepper jack cheese. Courtney, thank you so much. I like to imagine that if Paul requested tortillas and nachos, this is what he would get. This is amazing. Yeah. I, I thought they were going to put some ground beef on there or something. Oh my gosh, you're a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. I, no, I'm not. I'm grateful. I'm, I wasn't saying that. I'm just, they said they were making nachos. That's chips and cheese. But I'm grateful. Courtney, wherever you are, thank you so much. She doesn't listen to this. No, you know she doesn't listen to this. So, uh, so I have these friends. They play Dungeons and Dragons. And... I've been making fun of them for a long time. And something occurred to me the other, like uh, a couple months ago, you know, you know what, you know what it was? It's like this like thing of like, why, like, why are you being so critical and judgmental of people? Like Chris, shut up. Like if they like it, shut up. And you know what it was? You know, those, um, so I work with some super nerdy people at Sweetwater and you know, those, uh, those like doll, those, uh, Funko pop dolls. Do you know what those are? No. I don't even know how to describe them. They're dolls for adults, it seems. Okay. They're like collectible and like so many people have them all over the place of all their favorite characters. And okay. and I was, and, and I, again, I'm like, what? like, I don't get it. I don't understand. And it occurred to me, like, why does it matter if I understand or not? If that like brings someone joy, if that like brings someone sure. happiness, like who am I? Like, shut up, Chris. Who am I? So like, be critical. And so um, I marched over to my friend from there and I say, hey. I'm stop making funny about Dungeons and Dragons. And he goes, Do you want to come play it? I said, Yes. <laughs> Lots of confidence in that, yes. And I, I played it last night for the first time. How was it? Uh I didn't like it very much. I didn't think I would like it. And sure enough, I didn't like it. Sure. But I tried it. I tried something new. I'm 38 years you. old. I did something new. Good for you. It is good for me. Just to be kind to people. Transparent as we as we always hope to be and vulnerable. We just took a brief pause to eat the plate of nachos that absolutely. Courtney brought up. Uh, absolutely. Except neither of us did a very good job. We ate the top layer, which contained all the cheese. Yeah. And we did not go any deeper. Well, it's basically just chips at that point. Yeah. And and we paused right before we went back on the air. Chris belched really loudly. I did. 
Well, so we saved you from that, listeners. You're welcome. You're well. See, <laughs> I'm kinder already. <laughs> anyway, I'm never playing Dungeons and Dragons again. It was so weird. I'm yeah. glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. I felt like I grew as a person, but it was very, very weird. And t- did not enjoy. But you took a chance. Yeah. You loved people well. Um, took an opportunity to grow. Yeah, but you know what? You know what wound up happening, and I was afraid of this. And it happens every time I play any sort of like strategy game, whether it's Risk or what's? Oh my god, I hate those games like a uh, Settlers of Catan. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know the names of oh those. Oh my god, I never done it. I hate those games so much. I hate them. And every every time I even Monopoly or whatever, every time I every time I get into one of those games, I start off super competitive. Mm-hmm. For the first, you know, I don't know, twelve minutes, and then I get bored, and then I just turn into a jerk. <laughs> my 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 role in the game is obstruction and destruction at that point. <laughs> sure, and it's just fun for me, but for no one else. And so a little bit of that came out yesterday. Did did you have uh, what did you play when you were a kid or younger? Like, did you play cards more? Did you play no, board games? Did no, you, nope, no, nope. We didn't really do. We played some cards. Yeah, we played cards. What what card games did you play? None of the ones that anyone in Indiana plays as a kid. Okay. Oh, I, I'm just like people are like, oh, you know how to play? Uh, you gin think Rummy? you're better than me? Like, no, no, no. They're like, you know, how to play gin rummy. I was like, no. You know how to play five card stud? Like that's what we played. We played twenty one oh. five card stud and BS. That's what we and we played a couple like Egyptian card games. Okay, which I was pretty cool. My favorite one's called Shayib. Shayib? Shayib. A little more yeah in the... Shayib. Yeah, Shayib. Wow. I Kings. Learned, I learned something. <laughs> it's new. a cool game. Cool. Yeah. Um, you but yeah, that's all we played. Like, we didn't play We didn't play board games. Yeah. I remember when my, my very Egyptian family discovered um, Catchphrase mm-hmm. with the, the little thing where you... That, I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... I it's probably been responsible for uh, peeing my pants more than once. <laughs> playing that game with my very Egyptian family. <laughs> my favorite was my, my uncle who's, oh my gosh, what was, oh, I can't, I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, my aunt who's, uh, who's since passed was, I mean, like, I mean, terrible at giving hints. Sure. Yeah. Te- I yeah. mean, just absolutely terrible. And then at the end was so like flabbergasted that we didn't get it. And, <laughs> and she's like, it's croquet, you know, the, the, the game croquet. Yeah. And you know, it's a very thick. It's croquet. You know, it's, it's, it's croquet. I can't believe you didn't get it. You know, like kind of thing. And then, you know, we passed the thing along and the next person before they reset it just happened to notice. It's, no, it's crochet. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And yeah. my my dad is the worst at catchphrase because my dad, the, the Bob Ishak special hint is is this. It's he gets fixated on one hint. Just one hint. So, you know, if it were crochet, it would be like, you know, the, the one hint would be, you know, use needles. And what do you have? A minute and a half? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is. I think it's like it's like 90 seconds to give the hints. 
for people to guess. Same one over and over. He will give the same one and his eyes will just get wider. He's like, you know, the needles. You know, you know, you use the needles. <laughs> it's with the needles. And he just gets frustrated that we're not getting, we're like, use other words. And he's like, the needles. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what, yeah, that's what we played growing up. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really, like I said, we didn't really board games and things like that. And I'm not against them. We just. Sounds like it. No. <laughs> anti, anti, anti board gamer. I'm, I'm much the same way. Yeah. Like they, you know, family will be like, Hey, let's play a board game or cards or whatever. And sometimes I'll do it to appease, um, you know, playing Euchre is always enjoyable. Uh, not that's with adults or older kids that know how to play. We grew up playing that with our grandparents a lot and in high school and all that. But yeah, I, I could care. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever played, um, oh my gosh. Uh, oh, I can't think of it. It's a speed game. With multiple players. Uh, it's not speed, though. Dutch Blitz. Have you no. played Dutch Blitz? No. Oh, my gosh. It's a speed thing, and you're doing your thing, and you're playing off of each other's piles. And, yeah, I just... it. They always want me to play, and then I get very angry because yeah. that pr- pressure and tension <laughs> of, like, going a 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, so sometimes I refrain from yeah. that. Anyways. Anywho. Anyways. Father's Day. Father's Day. How about that? Happy Father's Day, all you all your dads out there. Happy Father's Day. With your Day. grill tongs. <laughs> your, your thermostat turned perfectly exactly to where you want it. <clears throat> yeah. 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 You want, your daughter won't be in town? No. Yeah. You know, Chris, Kristen was asking me, what do you want for Father's Day? And I was like... I just want you to help Hava remember to call me. That's that if you if you can if you can arrange that if you can make sure she FaceTimes me to wish me Happy Father's Day, I will I will I'll be very happy. Good. She's ten and like like any ten year old, she's incredibly selfish and you know yeah. Nah, maybe it's the wrong word. Maybe I'm being too maybe I'm being too harsh on her just because she's not here. Does she know that it's Father's Day? Hava, you're gonna listen to this. I didn't really mean it like that. She listens to the episodes. That's very mature of her. Because I wouldn't, <laughs> if I was. 10. I want you to. I want you to know that I love you, and I don't think you're selfish. I think you're about as selfish as any other ten year old, which means you're not going to wish me happy Father's Day. <laughs> I'm sure she will. Yeah, yeah. Kristen will make sure of it. She's very kind. <laughs> yeah. Your mom and dad would remind her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. But that's all I want. Yeah. And oh, and I, yeah. Also, I want to. I want to eat at an unhealthy restaurant. You do? Yeah. Where? I don't know. What would that be for you? I think tomorrow, I think it's going to be uh, Ziffel's Rib Bar. Mmm. Yeah. Ziffel's is good. Ziffel's is pretty good. Yeah. I don't eat there very often. And, uh, yeah, it's Father's Day, so. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. This is for freedom. The crisis set us free. As you've been saying all night. As you've been shoving, shoving various foods in your face. I did get used a lot tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. It is. It is. I like where we went tonight during, uh, during, during our gathering. Yeah. Light crowd. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wasn't here last week. I was part of the uh, the light crowd. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I like where we went tonight, and it was very fun. So, just for for our listeners, um, we're we've been all year uh, at at the gathering at our at our at our the crossing church here at at at, at you know at our gathering place. We've been going over the different names of God. It's been really, really cool. Um, I've taught a couple times. It's been cool seeing other people teach, uh, and of course, you you know you teach when mostly when you're in town. And uh, it's I don't know. It's just been cool, like devoting every single week to a different attribute or name or facet of who he is, and and just coincidentally, you you brought up tonight. Well, why don't you say it again if you don't mind? Just I this the schedule of laying out all the names and in, in the weeks uh, happened in December. Yeah. And uh, I just, Abba happened to be on Father's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, Abba was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad um, that it's been beneficial. Yeah, I, I mean, what's what's been, what's been huge, what's been the coolest part of it is, you know, you, you 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 teach and we I think you're a fantastic teacher. Um, I think most of the people here do. There's a couple that don't, but they've asked me to withhold their names. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, you're a fantastic teacher. Is it my wife? <laughs> <laughs> and you're all your kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but and then when you're not here, there's a small stable of people, um, of which I'm one of them, and I'm very I'm very honored to be one of them. And you know, I love teaching, and mm-hmm. I love teaching here, and. But what what's been cool about this is to see some other people who aren't who aren't a part of that haven't been a part of that normal stable. Other leaders here, you know, as people on the board or just leaders in the in the in the in the in our little community, you know, it's just been cool seeing different. There's you know many styles of teaching. Yeah. Right. You know, um, thinking of of some who maybe were very very like. Like it almost seemed like a lecture, you know, in terms of like there was a ton of information. They went really deep information wise. Others that, you know, maybe it would have seen it would have seemed a little more like surfacey, but it really just touched where people were at. And it was just I don't know. It was like I feel like this year there's been like something for everyone kind of thing. Well, let, let, let me that raises a couple thoughts that I'd like your opinion on. Mm-hmm. Um I agree. And I know we've talked about this before, but hierarchical leadership structure, org chart sort of stuff, uh, which is most common, I would say, in the Western church, uh, very business-like, organized like a business structurally, and us really feeling the call to be very circular, very uh, priesthood of believers. And, And so... When it comes to different things, actually, that have come up in the last six months in regard to who is teaching, and one is it a? I love because even if I'm not here, I I, I listen and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to see the different voices, like you said, um, but it's brought up things that are very untraditional. Um, we've had women teach. We've had people who it's not probably their spiritual gift or not, you know, one of their gifts 
um, to teach or to, you know, to preach. And so I, I think about some of those things, um, logistically, uh, how that lines up with what we believe in our faith and also, what's the, I spend a lot of time thinking about what is the, what is of utmost importance as we gather? Like there has been a heavy, heavy um, focus and um, the value of our gathering as, I don't know if that's just a Western church thing or, or what, mm. is very focused on preaching, is very focused on a message. Yes, yes. Is very on information. Yes. And, um, and, and I'm not sure how... I'm not sure if I find as much value in that as all of the other aspects of our time together. Dialogue, conversation, yeah. prayer, how we worship, coming to the table. Because if if your faith, not that you shouldn't be encouraged in your faith, but if you're, quote unquote, being fed in your spiritual walk, primarily... yeah. By a 30-minute message. From one person. Yes. Once a week. Yeah. Then that, I don't think that that's what, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's the healthiest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we come, we become reliant on, in my opinion, that preaching, which I think we should be reliant on a lot of other things besides, like you said, one person's 30-minute message. It should be like... I mean, I Paul, Paul makes it super clear in Ephesians, right? The role of the of the church work chart, right? If you will, the role of apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists, <coughs> excuse me, is to equip the saints to do the stuff of ministry, to do the work of ministry, right? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, I don't know. I was part of a, a church plant many, many years ago that was really like house church based. Sure. And we decided just once a month we would get together on on a weekend. I think it was Sunday nights. Rent it out a thing, do a big worship thing. But the point of it wasn't so that the leader of all the house churches, you know, can go and, and yeah, and orate for 30 minutes uh, or an hour, right, or whatever, right? Like the purpose of it was just to celebrate the Lord and what he's doing together in our in our in our communities that the that church happened in our living rooms yeah. and on our couches and around our dinner tables and once a month we'd come together worship together and celebrate together what God's doing and that was the first time I'd ever been exposed to anything like that and I loved it and I I and I I, I yeah I, there's things that we we can get away with here because of our makeup, I love that we're so different. You know, uh, I think I'm probably safe telling the story because it's been long enough and I don't think, but, you know, we had, uh, it was a week that you weren't here, uh, Kylie. We had a couple show up, an older couple, mm-hmm. and they came and they sat in the lobby and um, not many, like, uh, there, wa- there wasn't, wasn't a whole bunch of people on church leadership here, right? And so someone approached me and was like, oh, like, it was after worship practice, and I was, I was, I was playing during practice, and like, hey, you know, you, you, 
this couple wants to talk to someone on church leadership. I was like, oh, well, all right, I guess it's me tonight. <laughs> and so I went and spoke to them and really sweet couple. Um, and, and they were, they were, they were asking like a little bit about our theology in particular, they were asking if we believe in the laying on of hands for healing. To which I told them, yes, we do. It's biblical, right? Like, yes, we do. And, and they started like grilling me almost like, yeah, but do you actually do it? Do you actually practice it? Do you see it happen and this and that? And, and I was like, yeah, yeah. God, I mean, God's done that here. And we certainly, yeah, we pray. And it's not, not just the elders, like, you know, um, they, I think of our sharing time when someone is, is talking about sure. how to struggle. We stop what we're doing. We get up from our seats. We gather around them to show them support and to love them and to lay hands on them. And we pray for them, right? Sure. Yeah. And and they and they kept trying to like debate and like rope me into a debate. And I just kept saying over and over, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to debate you. We like, we're not about that. But what we are about is... Uh, is is freely being able to express Christ in you, and because um, I because I also have to tell them like some people on our leadership team who maybe don't like actively do that, and some who do, and like they they were like, what? How do you have that? How do you have unity? I was like, well, the unity isn't about a theology. Unity isn't about a a, a particular page in the Bible. Unity is about like we're we all know Jesus is the only way to the Father, and there are various gifts and various anointings and a whole variety of ways. Excuse me, ways to express it. I'm like, and a perfect example. We've had him on the show, Joel. Perfect example. As they continue to like try and get me to debate, and then it's like, well, do you anoint with oil? I was like, no. They're like, well, James says we should. I was like, yeah, but Jesus didn't. You know, like. <laughs> Like, right, you know, and and, I kept, and as we're doing that, Joel comes up, and I was like, "Hey, let me introduce you to Joel. <clears throat> Super reformed, loves the Lord. We disagree on a lot, but we're brothers, and I love him, and he loves me, and we both encourage each other in the Lord and spur one another one another on to follow Jesus as as, as good as well as we can, and to hunger for him. and And they were like, their eyes got wide. They're like, what? Like, yeah. And I, I love that about our body. That we don't have to agree on every dot and tittle. You know what I mean? Like we we didn't we didn't form our church constitution based on all the all the all the little things that we do agree on or don't agree on, and that's that's what makes us the crossing. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. That's that's why the I love the the body. I I I feel like the Lord led us to to uh bring people on leadership in very much the same way. I mean, people that have very different theological mm-hmm. beliefs or experiences with God, yeah, very intellectual, very um, emotional and experiential. Um, but I think that's really hard in just in the world of if if we don't have the same thoughts, we have to be enemies. Yeah. As opposed to, like you said, the, the unity is Jesus. People, you know, often ask, you know, what's, what do you guys believe? We believe in Jesus as the way, and yeah. we believe in Scripture. Yeah. But I also, or we teach from Scripture. But even within that, I've, I feel like I've continued to grow. Um, that Scripture is a gift, but Scripture is pointing us to 
the God of the universe who is real, who is alive, the son of God and the spirit of God who are real and are alive and are active like relationally as opposed to, yes, a, a, a particular word on a page or yeah. I think there's so much more as I even think historically about where Christianity faith in Jesus started like we've talked before about a, a, a Middle Eastern mystical faith of there's there should be so much more story mm. like the Bible is a story that should be told yeah like it's not you know, and I, I I can be as guilty as anybody. As you teach, you know, you're going, oh well, this word and this word, or what's this sentence, or you know, all of the nuances. And it's like, man, sometimes I think when we get so detail oriented with all that, you know, word study and different, we're missing the the story yeah. of what this passage is saying. We're missing Jesus told stories and parables, yeah. and that's really like all of these beautiful stories, stories of. Messy people, disobedient mm. people, people yeah. that drift away, fall away. Um, st- the story of the God, powerful, beautiful, full of mercy and grace, the God of love found in Jesus. Like that's beautiful stories that we get to tell of how do we orient our life back to Matthew 5 through 7, this kingdom mm. way mm. versus like, it says right here that you're supposed to anoint with oil or it says right here, Paul said, I don't let women teach. Well, isn't the same Holy spirit. Didn't God, didn't Jesus elevate women culturally? Didn't, isn't the same Holy spirit alive in all of us, you know, and, and yes, different giftings for sure. But the beauty is in, I think, the story that we get to tell about Jesus, about God the Father, about yeah. the Spirit, and then share in it. Like, mm. like you brought the examples. I mean, you and Joel sitting here on on a on a couch. There's beauty in both, right? And like to find value and the the beauty of how God works in an intellectual mind and uses the words on the page to enlighten. Yeah, the mind and the heart. Joel challenges me on on a lot, yeah. right? In a good way. I'm, I don't mean that in like 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 when I see his understanding of scripture. Yeah. I'm like, man, like I I had such a surface level of it, but he's taking it to a new depth that but, challenges me and spurs me on to something deeper. And all of that being mutual. Yeah. Like I know that you and and the way that you guys have been able to have conversations in love and has enlightened his heart as well. Hmm. You know, of, I think that's what the beauty of all of, uh, the beauty of the body is we're just seeing the same God through different lenses, not different lenses, but you know what I mean? Like different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this is how God's wired me and it's different and that doesn't make it wrong. I mean, if it's not sinful, right? it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. And how we f- are able to continue to be in relationship the, to grow in experiencing that. The, the problem is many of us, and, and I say us, I, I mean, many of us in Western American Christianity, modern Christianity, 
We've made the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Bible. Mm-hmm. Forgetting that. And I'm not, I'm not discounting the Bible. Right. Right? Like, Paul wrote to Timothy that in it contains everything pertaining to life and godliness. But, and, and, but, it's, but we forget that it's, like you said, it's a collection of stories that are living, that are active, that are truly God's word to us. But we still have the God who spoke them alive and at work in our lives. You know, I, I think, I, I wonder, I wonder how, I wonder how, how long have you been married? 20 25, 25 years this 25 year. 25 this year. Congrats. Thanks. Like, I wonder how many years, I wonder how many years you would have made it if you and Teresa only, like, it was only, like, you you guys wrote letters to each other when you first met, and it's like 25 years later, now you're like, oh, oh, no, no, just just read what I wrote you 25 years ago, you'll you'll understand. I, I've, <laughs> I've used that, I've used that almost exact mm. analogy as if, if I am in a room with my dad, and with something, like you said, he wrote to me that expresses his love mm. for me, if they're both in the same room and they're accessible to me, I want to, I want to have an embrace from my dad. You want to have your dad be the one to read them to you. For so you, sure. you hear his voice and, and it hits you differently than just for you read sure. them on a page. Yeah, for sure. But, but I don't ignore the, the person yeah. mm. to just embrace the words, the words. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's, I think that plays well to the, we're not, it's not a devaluing. Yeah, not at all. Of if, if, but again, they point to who is, who yeah. is there in the room has promised us his presence. Jo- I mean, John, his embrace. yeah, John even wrote like, Hey, what's your, what's your, what we've written to you is the tiniest little sliver. If the, right. there aren't enough books in the world to contain the things that Jesus of Nazareth did when he was on the earth. Like there's so much more to, and, I, and again, we're, like, you know, we've said it a couple of times, I don't want to belabor the point. We're not saying like scripture, scripture is not, an, is, is, uh, is, is little value or anything like no, that. No, not no, even no. a little bit, but we have the, the, Jesus is the word. Yes. Right? Like there's spirit behind what we what we have in these in these in these 66 books. There's spirit behind it and we have access to that. To bring bring the spirit through the word and make it real and alive and at work in us. Go back to your what was the Timothy verse? Yeah, that in that in in uh, in God's word contains everything pertaining to life and godliness. Okay, am I am I quoting that right? Let me I, let's check. Let's check just to make sure. Life and godliness. That, I think that's the thing. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. Well, I'm pulling it up. Okay. Oh my gosh, I misquoted that. All right. I thought it was Paul to Timothy. No. It is. I'm sorry. I I not just misquoted it. I'm I misquoted the whole thing. Okay. Well, what is it? He's not talking about his word. I'm sorry. Wow. That hit me kind of hard that I'm I'm glad I looked that up. I'm sorry everybody. Uh so for his divine power has granted to its uh second Peter 
His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us uh, by his own glory and excellence. And that is 2 Peter 1.3. Okay. So I was, I stand corrected by the word. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was wrong. Uh, I was just going to get to the point of And maybe your point still stands. Like, let's life and and godliness comes from through relationship. Mm. Like, I think even as we talked about this uh, tonight, like we can look at that as straight up obedience. I'm just supposed to be obedient to God, mm. and it's like I have a desire to be obedient because He loves because of who he is. Um, yeah. So just the, not at all devaluing yeah. the word of God, but recognizing that the word of God is the word became flesh and dwelt yeah. among us. It's not, it's, it's not the father, son and Holy Bible. Yeah. The father, son and Holy words. And it is how we know. I mean, just we've spent the last six months. Yeah. It is how we know his character and who he is. But I don't think, uh, and if we didn't have his spirit, that would be it. That's the letter, right? That's yeah. the letter of the law is yeah. this is this is who he is. It has to do with intimacy yeah. to me, presence. We get to, we, we've been granted the gift of intimacy and his presence through the Holy Spirit versus this is a distant God who we just happen to know about by this book. And, and so I can learn and understand who he is, but there's not a intimate relationship with his presence. Yeah. I mean, Paul, Paul wrote it and, and I, I checked before I quoted this, <laughs> but he said the, the letter kills but the spirit gives life and think, I mean, especially now as we've, uh, we've been very vocal on this podcast and about just uh, our, our growing worry of this like American nationalism thing, this movement, right. Of this, this Christianity and Herod mixed together, right. The, the leaven of Herod mixed in with what we're with following Jesus. Right. And like, we see it all the time that the, the Bible is used the letter of the of the Bible is used to bring people down, to manipulate and control, to try and go for power. It's not life-giving. And that's what happens when you separate the spirit from these words. It turns into something that's legalistic, that we need saving from. Right. Don't you don't you think that the the Jews of Jesus' day? understood that about like, like when Jesus came, he said, you know, the, the law, like I fulfilled the law and the prophets. I fulfilled the, you know, everything prior to me, all those holy books. He didn't throw them out. He just fulfilled them. He brought life to them. Right. Only he could do that. There's no, no other religion on the planet. Every religion has their sacred and holy books, but none of them have the spirit of the living God alive in them. 
to, what does Hebrews say? To literally divide soul and spirit. Like it's powerful, but it's only powerful because of the spirit of God. Yeah. Yeah. But we've, we've made it a weird Trinity. (laughs) Well, I, 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 when you say that, you know, it, the gospel is good news. If, if we're pulling things out of scripture that are, if we're doing it in a way, like, can we point out truth from scripture? Sure. You know, like there's, there's good and evil. There's right sure. and wrong. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But can we do it in a way that it, that, yeah. that this story, the overall story is good news? Because if it's condemning, if it's hurtful, if it's used to abuse, it's, it's, first of all, it's not good news. Right. And second of all, like the spirit isn't in there. The, the spirit of God is going to lead to love and joy and peace and Repentance patience. Repentance and, not, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and so, yeah, that's the part that becomes scary in Western American, whatever Christianity, when we talk about Christian nationalism is like, man, sure seems like a lot of people that are claiming Christian, Christian faith are pretty angry. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, the way, the way Jesus engaged sinners mm. shows us a different way. Yeah. Zacchaeus, I must have dinner in your house today. Ever, I mean, that's, yeah. And that's what, yeah, that's what I want to be. I want to be somebody that's sharing good news of the love of God. Does that mean backing away from truth? No, but you, we can do it in a way that is, that is love in a way that Jesus did. Yeah. I mean, that should really be, that should be the way that's the way of the kingdom of God. It's the way that Jesus showed us. Oh, this was really nice father's day episode. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. We all do have daddy issues, seriously though. Well And it's I, not it's not the Heavenly Father's fault. No. You know, I, I will I will say this, uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be cheesy and I'm not trying to like, oh, let's tie it all together with Father's Day. But here's the truth. That is something that gives me so much hope as a father and takes a lot of pressure off. It's knowing like I try and do the best for Hav as I can. I'm not perfect, but I try and be present, vulnerable, honest with her, put her before me and her needs before me, a provider, all those things. But I know I'm not going to be perfect. And here's what takes the pressure off, knowing that we all have the most perfect father, you know, hands down. Yeah. And we're all messes. We're all a mess. Yeah. And we have a perfect, perfect father. And so that, that relieves some pressure off of me of like, I'm not perfect and I'm not going to be perfect. And even if I were perfect, I, I <laughs> like feel- how am I still growing up, you know, <laughs> still might need therapy later, you know? <laughs> well, it was just like sharing tonight yeah. when I was like, you know, I feel like I'm preaching the same thing over and over, but looking at everybody's faces and 
in saying that, but also saying this is the gospel that yeah. we need reminded of all the time because yeah. we have daddy issues. Yeah. yeah. Because we think we've got to earn it or we feel overwhelmed with guilt and shame because yeah. we're not living up to some expectation and praise God that Jesus already has finished it. Yeah. That it's done. And if you're going to preach a message, that's a good one, right? It's one that like Paul said of like, don't go back to the old ways. Don't return to your former ways of thinking of righteousness by earning it. Right? Like, I mean, isn't that what he said? Isn't that what he meant? Yeah. Should I check yeah. it? I should probably check myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's, it, and it's a, it's so easy to yeah. slide into that. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing well enough. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, thankful for a perfect father that we don't have to strive. Yeah. Just have faith. Well, Kylie. Well, Chris. Well. No, I won't do it. For Superfan Doug, I will not do the Reagan impersonation. I, I made no such promises. And so, well... I don't do it as well either. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight, today. Whenever you're listening to this, we love you. We're grateful for you. We do. Happy Father's Day. A couple days late for those yep. that are fathers. And we'll see, see you next week. Peace. Peace.